It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Quickly to Wall. Wall measures. Deal. Gets open for three. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Locked On Wizards podcast. I am your host for today's episode. I am Arthur Reynolds. You can find me on Twitter at District Mamba. Make sure to follow us at Locked On Wizards for the latest and greatest during the dog days of the offseason. With me today, I have our co-host, our awesome, recently turned, we're not going to say his age because we don't say ages on here, but his birthday was re- very recently, and he is Ian Evans. You can find him on Twitter at the real Ian underscore E. What's up, Ian? I'm, I'm very old. You're very old. I'm getting do very we, old. Yes. Do we want to confess how uh, old we are? No, I'll li- I'll leave it to I'll leave it to everyone's imagination. <laughs> okay, that sounds yeah. good. Don't worry yeah, about we'll, it. Plus, we'll age is guess. you can guess my age on Twitter. Yeah, age is just a number, anyways. Time is just so. Perfect. Please don't use that drum ever again. <laughs> okay. All right. So we're actually trying out new software, and I don't know if you if you listened to the episode when we were trying some different software, but as we've kind of been very open about, we're still trying to master this podcast thing. And we have this new software, so hopefully this is the best one we have. And going forward, we can use this uh, permanently. It's definitely, but the today, most, definitely the most entertaining software that you've gotten to use, Arthur. Why do you say that? That's not funny. Anyways, okay, so let's go right into it. We have... It's a pretty slow day, but recently Dwight Howard uh, talked about, well, no, Dwight Howard's trainer talked about and was taken out of context about Dwight Howard's pursuit of being like Anthony Davis and Kevin Durant, but his own version of it. Mm -hmm. So Ian, what do you think about now? This is just the headline. What do you think about when you hear, when you see that headline that Dwight Howard wants to be like Anthony Davis and Kevin Durant? I, he, he doesn't, I don't believe that for a second. I don't think he thinks he's those guys at all. I think the whole point was he just, he's just trying to adapt and add stuff to his game, which is what you want any player to do ever. Any player doesn't matter if it's their first year in the league or their 10th year in the league. You always want someone to, someone should always be adding wrinkles to their game. Um, I think when it comes to Dwight, his trainer really screwed him with that quote pretty bad it wasn't it wasn't Dwight that said that I think a lot of people are forgetting that it was his trainer 
off the cusp in an interview, um, I believe with Candace Bruckner from the Washington Post. So Dwight knows, I know Dwight Howard knows what he's good at at this point in his career. And I think it's also okay for him to try to lose weight so he can run the floor with John Wall. Um, I didn't really see a problem with it. I think, like always, people are jumping uh, to misconstrue a headline. And like even Candace Bruckner was kind of frustrated. She was like, read the whole article, like not just the, the quote before my last sentence. That's definitely what was wrong with this entire thing is that people don't read what's in the link. They just see yeah. the headline and then they retweet it and they're like, Oh my God, like the wizards are going to suck. He wants to be like KD, like get out of here. It's like, dude, just read the yeah. blog post. But that just shows our, what the times that we're living in, everything's instant gratification. So we got really deep there for some reason, but anyways, uh, yeah, uh, there's, I'm not going to take anything from that. If he wants to work on a little jump shot, why not? I mean, I don't want to see it, but at the same time, you know, there could be worse things that are happening. I don't want to see him spotting up in the corner for three, but you know what? If he can make it, I don't care. So we'll see. I mean, JaVale McGee makes three pointers. He made a three pointer against us. Maybe it's like those type of situations, like five seconds left before halftime and Dwight just throws one up and he makes it. Whatever. It's hard to take anything. I mean, NBA players never miss threes in practice, even players like Dwight Howard and stuff. So whatever. We'll see what the season brings. But no, I'm still excited for the season. I still think that Dwight Howard losing 20 pounds um, and being shredded and John Wall losing 20 pounds and being shredded is going to be a good thing for the season. So, so I, I promised myself I wouldn't get hyped up over those Ball is Life uh, documentaries of John Wall's offseason, but... He does look pretty ripped. Like he, he definitely gained like some good weight. Um, in terms of, well, he probably got he probably lost weight, but he definitely gained a lot of muscle. Like he is a little bull. Yeah, it looks like he's going to be in shape coming into the season for maybe the first time ever. He usually comes in kind of out of shape, whether it's from injury or in the past. Just I feel having- like that happens because like his rookie year, like he just played at a million miles an hour. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, you know, mature John Wall has definitely not been in shape very often. But speaking of John Wall, so, I mean, we can just basically debunk that whole Dwight Howard stuff. It's not going to happen. It's just, you know, just what the world we're living in today took that and ran with it. And it it was trending. Well, Dwight becoming a 6'11", you know, wannabe stiff (laughs) or something. No, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. So... You guys talked about, or we asked on Reddit and on Twitter uh, to kind of end this John Wall top five debate because I don't know about you, but I'm getting pretty sick and tired of you know people talking about you know John Wall or Kyrie Irving or is John Wall top five? Like it, it just needs to end. So on Reddit, I posted the question: Is John Wall a top five point guard? Is he one to three? Is he four or five? Is he not top 10? Let's end this debate. We had over 40 responses and we had a thousand views on this post on Reddit. And for the most part, I would say out of, if I were to take an average of what everybody ranked and Ian, I'll get your reaction to this. It was pretty much Curry, Westbrook, Chris Paul, 
and then John Wall. What do you think about that top? So John Wall would be fourth. What do you think of that top five? Yeah, I mean, I I think that is pretty spot on. You said it was um, Steph, and then who after that? Steph, Westbrook, CP3, and then John Wall. Yeah, I can agree with that. And I think with CP3 even, there's it, – it just depends on – it really depends. Because Chris Paul is – he's gotten – He's getting older and he's really just had, he's had the worst luck with injuries. Like, I mean, yeah. I know some people look at John Wall as an often injured player, but Chris Paul has had so many injury problems, but I do think he's a future hall of famer. He's one of the best point guards ever to play. So I would put him ahead of John Wall. Um, I think you have to have Russell Westbrook ahead of him too, because of the averaging a triple double. I don't care what anyone says as far as empty stats are concerned, when someone averages a triple-double, it just means they're really, really, they're an elite basketball player. Um, yeah. And then Steph true. is Steph. You know, Steph has revolutionized the game. He's changed it for better or for worse. But he's the best yeah, player on, I mean, on the planet, aside from LeBron right now. So. Right. I mean, he definitely like dictated a, a new genre or a new way of playing basketball, which is just... Don't go for the layup, pull up from three on a fast break, you yeah, know, just, three on one, like pull up, just be you know, the uh, three point shooting cyborg sent from the future. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Destroy everyone basically. But yeah. Right. I did make the point. Um, we had again, a, a majority of people. It was undisputed. Curry's number one. I, I didn't see anybody that didn't have Curry. Number one, mm-hmm. there was a lot of, Kyrie Irving and Damian Lillard being placed in front of John Wall. Uh, some rankings had him had John Wall as low as six. Uh, I believe that top six or whatever that we had was Curry, Westbrook, which, I mean, that's fine. Curry and Westbrook, one, two, one, a one B that's fine. But then Damian Lillard, third Kyrie Irving, fourth Chris Paul, fifth, and then John Wall. So that is where I have a problem with that because that, person clearly loves one side of the basketball like he's definitely i can guess his age like he's definitely super young and like watches them as you know highlight machines because they are they're undisputedly some of the most exciting players in basketball like if you had to rank like the top 10 players that you know everybody knows their name and like watches their highlights on youtube or anything i guarantee kyrie irving russell westbrook steph curry and even Damian Lillard would probably make that list in like weird and different placements. But my issue is I think people because of Steph Curry are kind of forgetting what the point guard is supposed to be about. And I posted a video on Twitter on the locked on wizards account of a duel between Gilbert Arenas and Steve Nash. And it was just like unbelievable to watch Steve Nash. Who's like definitely one of the greatest point guards of all time. He was just so pure at like passing. Like it was it, it was unbelievable to watch that game like 10 years later and be like, wow, Steve Nash definitely I would take Steve Nash over most of these guys right now. I think that, you know, that's just my taste in basketball. But some people are like, no, I want my point guard to get like 40 points and dunk on someone and have a rap album and be sponsored by Jordan. So it's like, what do you care more about? Do you care about the basketball player or do you care about the persona the entire brand of this player and i feel like that's where wall gets a little bit lost he doesn't really have a major sponsor 
He's back with Ideas, but you there was a point where you could go you couldn't go like a commercial break without seeing Curry, Westbrook, Kyrie or even Damian Lillard at one point. It's just it's just crazy the amount of publicity these guys get and with Chris Paul and Allstate or uh, State Farm like they, you you see these guys like every day even if you're not watching basketball. So what do you think what do you think is like a concrete top five? This is Ian's top five best point guards in the NBA, just based on the basketball player and not even like, oh, because he's ha- he's really funny or like his family is very cool or whatever. Like, who are your top five point guards in the NBA? I mean, I, I agree with the main consensus of Steph, um, Steph Westbrook, Chris Paul, um, you know, John Wall. Those are... What was the, what was the top five that you mentioned earlier? Because that list makes sense to me. Like having Steph in there, Russell Westbrook, uh, CP3, John Wall. But there's a fifth player that I'm missing, and I know it was a uh, it was Damian Lillard, I believe. Okay, see, I wouldn't put Damian Lillard in the top five. Oh, I know the the one you're talking about. There wasn't a fifth place, um, but I think he said that you could argue Kyrie Irving, Damian Lillard, and maybe Kyle Lowry for five. Yeah, see, I wouldn't be doing Kyle Lowry either. Um, Top five, I mean, maybe from the point guard position when you're talking about like he does everything well, he can't shoot, but I guess I'd put Ben Simmons in there behind John Wall. I'd have John Wall pretty firmly number four when when I'm talking about strictly the point guard position. Right. You're looking at Steph, Russ, Chris Paul, and then I think it's John Wall. And that's just from, again, yeah. I think to I think to your point though, like people don't. The reason that Wizards fans and other fans of the sport have felt like John Wall is underrated um, is because at the point guard position, he rebounds, he gets steals, he blocks shots, he facilitates, he sets the table, makes people better, he scores. Um, he does everything on the court when he's when he's engaged. This is what I this is what I told Becca last last week. There's not really anything when he's peak John Wall. There's nothing he's bad at. His skill set's insane. It's very rare to have someone that can do everything so well. But earlier when you were saying this is what the point guard position is supposed to be, and we're citing people like you know John Wall, Chris Paul, Steve Nash. Um, pass first point guards, prototypical point guards. I think Steph not only changed the game like today and a new era of spreading the floor basketball, three point shooting basketball. He also, I think he also kind of changed what is a point guard supposed to be. Um, yeah. Definitely. And I think John Wall finds himself in this weird middle ground of where, what point guards used to be that were insanely good and kind of where they're going now I don't, uh, I'll say what I said last episode that we did. And that's, I don't think anyone would, would argue that John Wall is a better overall basketball player. And when I say that, I mean, better at many different things. He's just good at many things than a Damian Lillard or a Kyrie Irving. But I don't think, I think the same people that wouldn't argue that with you would also tell you it doesn't matter because the thing that a Kyrie Irving is so good at and so elite at is 
what the emphasis is on in the sport today, and that's shooting, shot creating, shot making. Um, I think it's it's interesting to look at a top five debate because it's almost always impossible to get one down that everyone agrees on. Um, I don't think, in my opinion, there's any question that John Wall is above Kyrie Irving and Damian Lillard in a top five point guard discussion. But that's also because I don't really look at those two players as point guards, if that makes sense. I don't look at Damian Lillard or Kyrie. They remind me of, like, Allen Iverson. They remind me of shooting guards. Yeah, undersized shooting guards. Exactly. And they're really good at what they do. Right. If they were 6'6", they would easily be shooting guards. Yeah. No. They could be shooting guards even at their height now. I, I just think that... Again, all of these lists just come down to personal preference. I don't yeah. want to have to take the best player on my team out during the last possession of a game because he's a defensive liability. Wait, why are you talking about Otto Porter? Oh, wait, not not the best player on the Wizards. Never mind. No, not the best player on the Wizards. The <laughs> the the problem I have with the discussion like that is that Players like Kyrie and Damian Lillard have huge weaknesses and they have glaring, glaring holes in their game. Um, John Wall, he's lazy sometimes. He has glaring nights and like frustrating performances because we know what he's capable of when he's locked in. Right. But he doesn't have anything that he, when you look at his skill set, his all encompassing skill set, nothing on the court. He doesn't really have too many glaring weaknesses. He can play defense. He can make shots. He can set people up, make them better. He rebounds. He steals. He does everything. The guys that are in the conversation sometimes, I think what's frustrating is they, people like a Kyrie or a Damian Lillard, they have huge weaknesses, like glaring holes in their games that they're just never going to improve at. They are what they are at this point, you know? Yeah. They're not going to make everyone around them better by facilitating and setting the table passing. They're not going to play lockdown defense. They're not going to block shots. They're not going get, to get a lot of steals. Um, and I think, again, I think we're just programmed to want our point guard to be that that toolkit on the court that can kind of do everything. And that might be a dying breed. Now, even, even in analytics, journalists in today's NBA, they really just put a precipice on there's really a priority and an emphasis on just shooting. And it's almost like that's it's getting to a point where the only thing it, most people seem to care about is can someone create their own shot and are they insanely good at shooting? Right. And it's kind of sad. And I think, um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty much, you know, what I feel about the conversation as well. I just hope that, you know, we can move on from John Wall is better than Kyrie Irving and just like really let the play speak for itself because yeah, Kyrie Irving, very different you know, players. Like you can't really compare them. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that's it for what we have for today's episode. Again, Dwight Howard is not going to be Kevin Durant this year. And John Wall, I think, is pretty comfortably third or fourth top five point guard in the NBA. It all comes down to preference. I am your host. I am Arthur Raynault. You can find me on Twitter at District Mamba. 
Thank you, Ian, for joining me. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at the real under the real Ian underscore E. <laughs> and check us out on Twitter as well. We will be posting more mailbag questions and things like that for you guys to participate at Locked On Wizards. On Reddit, I post as Mr. Rain for three. So if you are interested in some Locked On Wizards through Reddit, make sure to check us out through there. And we'll catch you next time. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.